Graduates, congratulations. I bring that to you on behalf of the 21 women and men who make up the Board of Trustees of Asbury University. Know that we have prayed for you even before you arrived, as you've been here on campus, and we will continue to pray for you as you now leave and start the next chapter of your life, praying for the Lord's guidance, for your following, that you can impact the world for the cause of Christ. So congratulations and thank you. And now let me introduce our speaker. Dr. Uh, O.J. Oleka is a man of faith and a follower of Christ. He is also a husband to his wife, Jamie, and father to their children, Riley, who will turn two this week, and to Reese, who is still working on her second month of life, having been born just in March. So he is a man of God, a husband, and a father. He has dedicated his life to this point to education, to government service, and to advocacy for higher education. Since December of 2019, he has been president of ACU. ACU is the acronym standing for the Association of Independent Kentucky Colleges and Universities. There are 18 schools that are in that association. Asbury is one. Dr. Oleka represents us as an advocate not only in Frankfurt, but also in Washington, D.C. Graduates, you will remember Dr. Oleka as the speaker at our Martin Luther King Jr. chapel service just earlier this year. As you've read likely in your program, the title of his address today is The Modern Graduate, The Importance of Identity, Integrity, and Intellectualism in the Modern Age. Not only will he speak those words, but he is a living representation of all of those attributes. He is a modern graduate and an intellectual himself. Dr. Oleka graduated from the University of Louisville with a major in marketing. He has an MBA and a PhD in leadership and higher education from Bellarmine University. On a personal note, with a mother and a late father who immigrated to the United States from Nigeria, Dr. Oleka has personally experienced how higher education can dramatically change the trajectory of a family and, in fact, his own life. He watched his parents achieve the American dream and from that cultivated a God-given passion to help end generational poverty in Kentucky and throughout the United States through higher education and the policies and systems surrounding it. His faith and his life calling have been integrated throughout his professional career, which includes service as a teacher with Teach for America, as deputy treasurer and chief of staff to the state treasurer of the Commonwealth of Kentucky, and now as president of ACU. Without further ado, would you please join me in welcoming Dr. O.J. Ocala, the 20, 2022 Asbury U University commencement speaker. Distinguished guests, President Brown, members of the faculty, staff, and Asbury community, and the graduating class of 2022, it is my honor to address you today. Commencement, as you all well know, is a pretty big deal in the life of the university. As one of the many sacraments of the university tradition, commencement is an opportunity for supporters and helpers along of the graduates to show appreciation, to show approval, and in some cases to show relief 
that each one of these students made it to this point. So let me first speak to the people who are not graduating today, but are here in support of those graduates. To each of you, I say, job well done. As a professor, you professed well enough for your students to get to this stage. As staff or a coach or a mentor, you staffed or coached or mentored well enough for your student to get to this stage. And as parents and supporters, you parented and supported well enough to get your kid to this stage. So if they haven't said it to you enough times, I will say it now, thank you. Without you, they could not be here. So if you are graduating today, I would ask that you take this moment to give a round of applause and a hoot and a holler for someone, anyone who believed in you that you could make it this far. See, for a second there, it sounded like they weren't going to clap at all, didn't they? <laughs> but the reality is sometimes that is how we think about things, but also for graduates, the reality also is there was no guarantee that you would actually make it this far, was there? No guarantee you would make it to the very seat that you're in. It goes for any of us who have ever graduated, honestly, but for the grace of God, you could have dropped out somewhere along the way. Or you could have been pushed out because of some bad grade or some poor decision or some misunderstanding. Or worse, some event beyond your control could have kept you from this very graduation day. An event like, say, I don't know, a global pandemic that threatened the very existence of humanity as we knew it. Maybe something like that. Or perhaps it was the socio-cultural tensions of the last four years surrounding radicalism all across the political spectrum, racial unrest from people of various backgrounds, or any number of wild national or global occurrences that happened since you stepped foot on campus. Any one of these topics would have left a college student in any generation overwhelmed, let alone all of them happening all at once. It could have been so simple to just throw up your hands and give up on the divide of the day and just walk away. Such is the case of the modern college graduate. It's been your rite of passage these last few years to question identity, challenge integrity, and stretch intellect. To pull on the thread of the unknown in order to expand your horizons and push back on the blanket of security as a way to interrogate your traditions. This is the alluring trait or threat of modernity. Out with the old, in with the new. But as an Asbury student, sorry, excuse me, as a member of the Asbury alumni community, you understand that some of the old ways, some of the old values are never truly out of style. I'm talking about the good old values of identity, integrity, and intellectualism. Yes, it is good to question and challenge, but first we must know and understand. There's a lot in scripture that we can read that can teach us about those values. And there are pivotal moments in life where we are able to apply what we have learned. One of those pivotal moments 
for you is happening right now. Life after college is full of excitement, anxiety, and opportunity. You will need the values of identity, integrity, and intellectualism more than ever. And that is what the good Lord has charged me with in helping you today. As you remember, as you, re as you embark on your life after college, here are three ways to stay focused on the values of identity, integrity, and intellectualism. Number one, God made you exactly who and how you are meant to be. In scripture, we learn that God knew us before we knew ourselves. We know this because he told us in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Now in this specific text, he was talking to Jeremiah about his plan for him, but God loves all his children equally and we can surmise that he has plans for each of us as well, just like he did for Jeremiah. Now as a college graduate, you should take great comfort in this truth even if you have no idea what that plan for you actually is. Some of you may be taking a job that you're excited about, which is great, or a job that you might be nervous about, which is to be expected, or some of you may not yet have a job at all, which is fine too. Some of you are moving to a new city, you're going to graduate school, or even moving abroad. All of these things come with anxiety, which can lead to you seeking counsel and comfort seeking your very identity in something other than the Holy Spirit, some person or personality. You may even look at, you may even look for identity in the tweets of some clever Twitter handle that you think is pretty neat or the videos of a TikTok influencer you think makes some good points, but these people or public figures do not have the answers. They cannot fill the void to make up your identity. Only a relationship with Jesus Christ can do that. Our God has no illusions of what you could be or of what you will be because he has known from the very beginning. In making you, he did not make a mistake. His belief in you is not misguided. His creation of you was not a misconception. It was perfect as you were made in his perfect image. Now, being made in the image of a perfect God does not mean that you are, in fact, perfect. This is important for you to understand. We are all broken people who are riddled with sin and the desires of the flesh. No, you're not perfect, but you are made to perfection. God made us knowing every good and bad thing we have ever done and will ever do, and he loves us unconditionally anyway. This is our identity. God conceived of who we would be from the beginning and he has known us, our total humanity, flaws and all, since that conception. And he has loved us every minute. God made you exactly who and how you are meant to be. Number two, let God give you a promotion, not someone else. Jesus, while explaining, explaining the importance of serving God over materialism, said in Luke chapter 16, verse 10, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. 
And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. It has been written in many textbooks and newspaper articles and said in many podcasts and YouTube videos that your generation is the most educated, the most diverse, and most eager to change the world in human history. What an incredible, beautiful burden. And yet, let me assure you, whatever your greatest, wildest dreams are, and I fully believe that each of you will achieve every one of those, they will not get accomplished immediately, and maybe not even as soon as you think, but that is okay. While you may not be CEO of a huge company yet, or you may not be the executive director of a great nonprofit yet, or conquered that insert great national or global challenge here yet, God is trusting you to do something right now. It might feel like something very little compared to what your ultimate dreams are, but God has given you a task to complete, a challenge to overcome, and he alone can guide you in that challenge. Whatever God is challenging you with now, use it to his glory. When he knows that you can be trusted with an even greater opportunity, he will provide you with more. But that demands that you have integrity. You are a spokesperson for the authenticity of your own brand, an ambassador for the quality of the Asbury degree, a representative of the capability of your generation and a testimony to the goodness of God. Trust in the Lord and he will guide you to fulfill that destiny. Let God give you a promotion, not someone else. And finally, number three, know what you believe and why you believe it. Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 19 to 22, do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. This passage is telling us to be in a constant state of learning and yearning for what the Lord has to teach us. It means that we should challenge ignorance, yet remain open-minded, stay informed, but also question the dominant narrative. The dominant narrative in our society right now is to hate those who are different than you. We certainly hear this in our political discourse, but we also imitate it in our intellectual discussion. To espouse a different belief these days is to be considered ignorant at best and violent and dangerous at worst. But it is evil to hate. And scripture said to reject every kind of evil. It is good to love. And scripture tells us to hold on to what is good. So how do we do that? In the Thessalonians passage, the author says that we must test these pronouncements. Scripture, always the best study guide for passing any worldly test, tells us in Romans 15, verse 7, accept one another just as God accepted you in order to bring praise to God. In this text in Romans, we receive a very different understanding from a very different narrative than the dominant one. What we are told here in Romans is to accept others. Acceptance of others means to incorporate their full humanity into your perspective of them. Now, it doesn't mean to live your life for someone else or to accept any form 
of harassment or actual physical violence. Rather, this scripture is a through line to the importance of the values of identity and integrity that we've already discussed. Because God made us exactly as we are supposed to be, and since only he can guide improvement in our lives, we are to know and believe what he tells us. And that is to love one another as he loves us, even when the dominant narrative tells us to do otherwise. It is this identity and the acceptance of the identity of others that you must carry with you into the world. This is the level of integrity that is expected of an Asbury graduate. Challenging the existing paradigm of the world, if rooted in the spirit, will give you the discernment and intellectual capability to make the right judgment call in difficult life situations, even when it is a tough call to make. Know what you believe and why you believe it. Those three lessons have served me well in life after college, and I pray that they do the same for you. Remember, God made you exactly who and how you are meant to be. Let God give you a promotion, not someone else, and know what you believe and why you believe it. It has truly been my honor to speak with you all today. Thank you again for this opportunity, and may God bless you, and congratulations to the Asbury University graduating class of 2022.